Welcome to System Switch, an improvised podcast about a group of unlikely heroes helping fight evil throughout the multiverse. Every season, we'll be exploring a new universe in the form of a new tabletop role-playing game. Our first universe is the City of Duskfall, brought to us by Blades in the Dark by John Harper. Last time on System Switch, the crew of the Troubled Water had finally taken out the billhooks and were settling down for a well-deserved rest. Does anybody uh, want your uh, tea fortified? I got a little uh, whiskey here in a flask. Don't mind if I do. But there were still some unanswered questions. Edolum Corp? What would Edolum Corp be doing giving weapons to the, the billhooks? And so, they headed to the extravagant district of White Crown, hoping to find their way into the exclusive Twilight Gala. Hicks, what are you doing here? I'm here to see uh, some, wait, what do they show in Gala's art? They need to leave. They are not from White Crown. I'm shocked at your manners, sir. But instead, they found more than they were bargaining for. You are with the troubled water, are you not? I am Mr. Ashgani. I am the chief executive officer of Edolum Corporation. Oh. So when I ask for the ship of the Coletus to be sabotaged, I hope that it is done with the utmost discretion, and I will uphold my end of the bargain. And now, we find our intrepid crew on a rooftop of White Crown, speaking to one of the most powerful men in Duskfall, who has just offered them a cryptic new job. Can I ask, what is the ship of the Coles? Because I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ship of the Coletus is the only remaining independently operated Leviathan hunting ship. Oh. The way that you get demon blood is by hunting the demons that inhabit the Void Sea outside of the city of Duskfall. Okay. And it is the brave men and women of these Leviathan hunter ships that go out, harvest the blood from these Leviathans, bring it back, and then sell it to the distillation companies. Well, back in the day, there were distillation companies. Now there is only one, the Adolam Corporation. And the Adolam Corporation owns the rest of the Leviathan hunting ships, minus the ship of the Coletus. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. I'm all ears. Come here, come here, come here. Simon, come here. All Simon. right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I've got a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah, I know, but you're, you, I know your cloak is like billowing in the wind. Yeah, just don't look at the back of it, please. And Simon like shivers for a second, like he's, <laughs> he's genuinely like very cold. Just don't look at the back, please. I, I get it. Okay, right. <laughs> so here's the thing. They, he wants the ship destroyed, right? What's more valuable? The, the 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 ship. Yes, making a ship takes a lot of time. Yes, right? I know, I know. Dagger oils, I know. How about we steal the ship or turn the crew and have them join the fleet? Because that's a better job. What do you think? I like that playing both sides. That's smart. That's real smart. So let's let's ask for two deals, right? I have one, right? And and uh, and Hicks, he likes you, so 
Yeah, he really likes you, Hicks. Yeah, yeah, he really likes you. So you you bring in with the with the risky one. Yeah, yeah. yeah do you do you actually know? Do you him? guys think he's gonna like my my newest work? Uh, I've been I've been working on this for for um, oh, ever since ever since he mentioned my. He, you guys want to take a listen here? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Let me <clears throat> let me work work work. We never stop our work. Don't make much money doing chores for the poor. Maybe we'll make some coin with Ashgani and his posh money. Oh, yes. Get some See, so that is like a near rhyme at the end there. Yes. Did that work? Did that play? No, that plays. I liked it. Oh, you Oh, you were listening. Oh, well, that's rude. I hope you don't mind. Not at all. So here's the, here's the deal. If we destroy the ship... Sorry. If the ship magically gets destroyed... Maybe we're involved, maybe we're not. Then we'll get, I don't know, seven coin, eight coin. It won't be easy. We're also looking to make a connection that that, uh, your influence would be a real asset for, because we have that the thing, you know, the the, the stencil. In a a minute, in a minute. All right, all right, I just don't want us to forget why we came here. No, this is far better. I made a copy of it, and I really want to know what's going on with it. I'm invested in the story. I know, but Simon, Simon, this is not the person we should show it to. I'm you dumbass. Not trying to. (laughs) Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Simon angrily turns his back, and you see his back, and the seam is totally ripped up, like the entire back of his robe, and he's so angry he doesn't even think about it. Oh, that's, uh, that's not what you want to see. Uh, Miss, Mr. Oscani, so here's the thing. Eight coin if we, if the ship gets destroyed, um, and twelve if we get the crew to join you. <laughs> to join? Oh. <laughs> well, you see, Hicks was saying, weren't you, Hicks? What were you saying? What were you saying about the boat? Right, I was saying, uh, <clears throat> work, work, work. We never stop our work. Don't make much money doing no, chores no, for Hicks, the poor. No, no, Hicks, about the boat, dude. Talk about the... Oh, right, the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to hear that last, that verse again? All right, yeah, the boat. We, uh, well, we were thinking maybe we could, uh, what, what was the plan about the boat? I'm sorry, I was really in my own head about about this about about how, poetry. About how it would, like, what, how much the boat is worth, you were saying it's... Right, yeah, the boat, it's, it's worth more uh, alive than dead, is what you're basically saying. Which, I run into that on contracts which, constantly. Which, no, no, you were basically saying. I was basically saying, yeah, <clears throat> Mr. Ashgani, I was saying the boat would be worth more alive than dead. See, it's worth nothing at the bottom of the ocean, but if it was under your control, then it would be worth, uh, well, 200%. Uh, it being sunken and also you have now a boat. Exactly. So if we destroy that boat, right, Hicks was saying... I came up with this, yeah, yeah. He was saying that then you'd only still have 90% of right. the boat. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. That's, it's and it's like basic math. Moments Hicks, ago. Just basic, basic math. I was gentlemen, doing some basic math. Gentlemen, there is only one problem. We've tried recruiting Captain Arnosa to our ranks. She is stubborn. And what is worse, the ship of the Coletus is soul bonded to her. She is a nasty, whispering pirate of a woman. If she goes, the ship goes. Well, that actually seems like it makes things a little easier. You know, we just have one person to convince instead of a whole crew of people. As long as the ship is not 
operating independently, you will get your ten coin. Simon comes back. Do we have to kill the crew? No. No? Just sink the ship? Or take the ship. You know, I grew up on ships, and the worst thing you can do is sink a ship with the crew still on. It does something to the waters. Simon, don't worry about it. Uh, Mr. Ashgani, 10 is fine, I suppose. Thank you so much. Um, uh, we'll come back to, uh, to White Crown to find you when we're done. I look forward to seeing the job completed. And can you just point me in the direction of the stairs? Uh, I shake his hand as we leave, and I say, uh, uh, Mr. Ashgani, it was a pleasure meeting you. If you ever want to publish any of my work, you just let me know you know where to find me. <laughs> as you guys are leaving, a shadowy figure kind of disappears off the edge of the rooftop and out of sight. <sighs> it's that shadowy figure again. I wonder if it was the same one with the thing that um, ate Hugh, soul, whatever. We need a clever name for that thing. Well, let me, give me a second, give me a second. Uh, Spirit Blender. That's pretty good. Uh... The, the ghost tato masher. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this to you as we get in the boat. We're going to sail back. Yeah, Simon's very quiet on the ride back. He's, he's just thinking. <laughs> he's had a bad night. <laughs> and uh, soon enough, the crew finds themselves back at the lair with another job in their sights. Ghost Tato Masher, Spirit Blender. My favorite thing is making up names with my frienders. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's so good. It really cheered me up. I really liked that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Well, boys, I guess we're going to have to work out how to uh, steal a soul. I feel like we do that often. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we, <laughs> we just do that? Do that? <laughs> All the time. We're getting real good at it. Guys, I think we should try and steal the ship and have it soulbound to Hicks. What, Hicks? <laughs> I think Simon should have... Simon knows more about boats than me, to be completely fair. I mean... Yeah, if we were going to soulbound a chicken, maybe. Yeah, but, but <laughs> Hicks... Hicks... Who's going to write the shanties for the crew except the captain? I literally improvised a limerick <laughs> not two episodes ago. I am aware of this, but he's the poet and this is now. If you want to be soul bound to it, that's fine. I don't want it, but we need to steal their soul bounding. Ding, 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 I, you know, ding, ding. I, don't, I don't really want it, to be honest. I, I'm not really interested in being soul bound to anything except my work. <laughs> Which I'm glad I'm glad I don't have to hide anymore Because up until this point I was kind of keeping it a secret from you guys I'm very embarrassed about it But Mr. Ashgani really made me come out of my shell Oh no, I fully support your work I hope it goes very well Yeah, when we asked earlier if there was any paper You clammed up You didn't want to talk <laughs> Yeah, that was weird well, if I said I have paper, you ask why. I say, oh, well, it's because I write poetry and novels. And, and you say, can I read some? And I say, no, they're not finished. And I've been do the song and dance many times. Well, yes. Um, also, uh, under no circumstances are we to mention that we have the box to Mr. Ashgani. Right. Right. Because I have a sneaky suspicion that he really, really wants it. So, lads, we need to find a whisper that can help us. Take a soul bound. There has to be a way. 
don't we know a whisper? Hicks, didn't you uh, get a little soul in a totem from a whisper? Yeah, yeah, Mancio, I believe, was his name. He was over by the wood shop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. friendly fellow. Friendly, very friendly. Got, got great advice. Very nice. Well, Hicks, if you would be so kind, it would benefit us all if we could work out how to uh, take a soul bound. Even if there's a legend of it, maybe we can, um, I don't know, gaslight someone into giving it to us? Yeah, yeah, I say we go talk to him. His uh, shop should be open about now. What time is it? Uh, noon? If you guys are okay with a little spooky, like, sounds, you know, coming from left and right and behind you and inside your head, then you should be all right. Can I disagree? Because I don't like any of that. <laughs> I've got enough voices going on up here. I don't need any extras. Well, there's a wood shop right next door, Simon. I know you like your logs. I do love a log. Yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, here's, here's, here's an idea. I've got an idea. X, X, look at me. High five. All right, uh, I would have liked to be involved in the high five, but that's okay. No, no, but it's it's a high five because the the joke was an expense of you, you see, because you like wood. Yeah, uh, but I, <laughs> if it was an expense of me, then I should get a cut of the high five. How about a low five, Simon? Do you want a low five? Down I'll, here? I'll, I'll take what I can get. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, here's here's an idea. What if I took the box to the wood shop and we ask the wood shopman if he knows anything about what it's made of? I don't think it should leave the base yet. Oh, all right. I will take the wonderful little etching that I did. Take a little shaping, perhaps. Are we worried about damaging the box? That's a big question. I don't want to damage the box. I'm worried that if we damage the box, then it might cause, like, I don't know, a big beast to burst out of the ground and kill us all. Or, you know, it might depreciate in value. One or the other. Yeah, either way, I'm not I'm not happy about hurting the little box. Um... <laughs> Is there any... Ooh, actually, can we look at the box and see if there's any, like, dust of it that's come off? Just in the it, its nature of being a box. The box is almost magically perfectly intact. Damn it. Well, now I'm real curious. I say you try to chip a piece off. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Well, the beast comes up through the ground or, it co- or it's worthless. It's just, you, you know, beast is just making it up, worthless. We don't even know the full value of it. Uh, Hicks, both of those things are a bad thing. Yeah, right. But best case scenario, we can find out what kind of wood it's made of. All right, you know, I just heard it. And yeah, you're right. We shouldn't touch it necessarily. Uh, I could try tinkering the box to see if I can't, you know, discern anything new about it or, you know, safely break off a piece of it without damaging it too irreparably. So I'm thinking this is going to be a desperate standard role to tinker this box open because uh, I'm not trying to tinker it open. I'm not trying to open it. I just want like a piece of the wood that it's made of. Oh, you're just trying to you're, you're taking a taking a cheese grater to the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to, like, get any sample of it that I can, like, take with me that isn't, like, a large chunk of it that compromises the structural integrity of the box. I would say I'm maybe taking a chisel and just going to try to, like, shave off a, a little curl from the bottom of the box. But maybe, just maybe, the most valuable thing about the box is actually just, like, straight up inside the box and opening it will get us the most valuable, you know? Yes, that's true. <laughs> We're going to get the wood chip. He's going to find out what the wood is made of, right? Right. You and I will bring the whisper back here and we'll like tip them or do a job for them or do something. And ta-da. I'm just chiseling off a little sliver of the flat bottom of the box. I still think this is a desperate roll because, uh, look, you never know what might happen with these crazy magic boxes. 
Okay, well then I will burn a stress to at least move it up to controlled. Can I give a really shitty devil's bargain? <laughs> can he give a devil's bargain? <laughs> yeah, anybody can suggest one. Oh, that it genuinely depreciates its value because one of the corners is not the same. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, what, what do we get if we do that though? Uh, you get an extra die on this roll. Oh. By pushing yourself for two stress, you have made it a risky position. Uh, still standard effect, which is one better than desperate. Okay, so it's standard risky right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I will take that devil's bargain. I think we got to take one of those, right? Yeah. It's rare. That's how it's if, if you know, if we ever came across another replica, we'd know which one is the real one. If I use one stress, I can help you. Watch the elbow. Okay. <laughs> Two bonus dice. No, no, watch the elbow. All right. Ooh. That was crisp. That was crisp. There you go. There's some power. Hi, right, guys. I heard that from all the way over here. Good stuff. My hand is, it's, it hurts, it's shaking, but it feels more solid than it's ever felt. All right. So two bonus dice. I'm rolling. That's a five. Ooh. Nice. Uh, so you shave off a nice, nice little chunk. It's relatively obvious that uh, you've shaved off a part of the along the bottom. And, you know, maybe it was the magical essence emanating from this box. Maybe it was the fact that you uh, really didn't want to disappoint Bowler, who was standing there right over your shoulder. But regardless, it was a little stressful and you're going to have to take extra stress. Oh, man, that's a lot of stress. That's three stress just for a little shaving. (laughs) (laughs) Hicks, Hicks, come come see. It's adorable. All right, I'm coming. What's up? All right. What I miss? Look how adorable it is. What, what am I? What am I looking at? <laughs> it's a shaving off the off the box. It's adorable. It looks like a little cone. Uh, I did that with a chisel. You did such a good job. Real. That's real nice. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, it's a little piece of piece of little piece of wood. Yeah, but now we can take it to the woodworker. Here you go. Yeah, all right. Oh, I'm taking this. Okay. I'll, I thought I'll, I was taking no, it. No, not you. Not you. Uh, I should it. definitely not take this. I, I see no reason why I should be holding on to this. All right. Simon. Yeah. Simon, yes. you hold that. Yeah, got it. I suppose make a box for it. <laughs> It'll take me at least another hour. Like three more rolls. I don't know if we've got time for that. <laughs> right. Quick question. Does it smell like anything? The curl. It is uh, relatively aromatic. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. They don't have to come with me to the wood place, but I'm not going to the Whisper. As we know, Amancio's tent is located right next to the wood store. And so I like to think that you guys went together. So, uh, Simon, we go this way, you go that way? Sounds good. I will not see you in there. Toodle Pip, we'll uh, see you back at the base. Toodle Pip yourself. Try and get something useful. Oh, hello. How are you? Oh, hello, hello. Uh, looking for a little bit of uh, advice, craftsman to craftsman, if you don't mind. Oh, you see, I've got this uh, uh, wonderful piece of lumber that I've come across, and I'm not quite sure what sort of tree it's from or if it's been treated with anything particularly interesting, and I bought a little shaving of it. I was wondering if you could uh, take a look and just let me know if there's anything you can tell about it by your your skills of woodworking. Ah, oh, you was just looking for a little wood identification. That's correct. I think I can help you. Hmm. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, strange. It's got a pretty uh, powerful scent, doesn't it? 
Oh, this is quite pungent. Pungent, that was a word. Well, I don't believe it. I thought this word was of legend. You're telling me this is super rare and very special? Yeah. That's great to hear. Now, what can you tell me about how this would, you know, let's say, should I make uh, a wardrobe or a bowl or a box with this wood? It is said that this wood only comes from one very special tree that grows in the Deadlands. Beyond the Lightning Barrier. Oh, that's very fucky. Very fucky. Very fucky, yeah. It is impenetrable to magic. It's like lead to, uh, to, uh... Uranium. Yeah. We have chemicals, we have elements, we have nuclear bombs in this world. That's canon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it blocks radiation. But yeah, like, it blocks radiation, but it, it, it blocks... Like magical radiation. So you're telling me this wood is anti-magic wood? Yeah. You've been so helpful. What was your name again? Oh, I don't think I have made introduction. They call me Fjord. Well, Fjord, if I have any other questions about wood or woodworking, I will come see you as soon as I can. You're going to be my new best friend. Avidasen. Meanwhile, Bowler and Hicks push aside the canvas to Amancio's tent. And Hicks is once again hit in the face with an overabundance of incense. <laughs> the smell just hits you. The smoke envelops you as you walk in. Oh, God. <laughs> the smoke cloud magically separates. And in the middle of the floor, sitting on a tattered rug, is the short, pudgy, bald man known as Amancio. <clears throat> oh, you should open a window up in here. It's kind uh, <clears throat> of reeks. I mean, honest. <clears throat> Mr. Hicks, you have returned. Oh, uh, yeah, and I, br- I brought a friend. Uh, this is a bowler, a bowler, Amancio. Uh, you guys are going to be fast friends. I, I just can, I can tell. Charmed. <laughs> bowler. Mm-hmm. You are looking for information, I think. Yes? Yes. Um, that's, a, that's a classic illusion of, of making it seem like he knows what you're in here for, even though pretty much everybody in here comes for, you know, information. So it's not like that's you know, right. He's not cool. prescient or nothing. Well, I believe that last time you were not only looking for information, Mr. Hicks, but you were also looking for a spirit, no? Yeah, see, and he's doing it again. Oh, I'm prescient, even though he was talking, he's talking about last time, you know? <laughs> like, we see right through it. All right, tell us this. What information are we looking for, Amancio? Really impress me. Uh-huh. And Amancio takes out a deck of cards, flips one that shows a, like, a jester, flips another one that shows a crescent moon, and then flips a third one that shows a sinking ship and he says you are looking for information regarding sabotage no a container Ah, there is something blocking my presence 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks over at Bowler. Hello. And he says, You do not believe. No, I just, uh, I don't believe that you can tell me for sure what the future will hold. I believe you can tell me what might happen. Then perhaps I am not the man that you seek? No, I actually think you're exactly the man that we seek. I would love to know how to transfer the soul binding of a large object, say like, I don't know, just pick something off the top of my head. What, what would you say, Hicks? Like a, some sort of like a, a ship, maybe. I don't know. So uh, how, how would you do that? You want to separate a soul bond? No, I want to trade it, uh, uh, hypothetically speaking. How can one reattach something that is not separated? How do you transfer the thingy from one person to the next? What's the way they do it? A soul bond is a powerful magic. Powerful, powerful magic. Yes. Let us use your your sheep analogy. Yes. Like, say it's soul bound to, um, I don't know, Hicks, what would you think? Um, it's captain, maybe. That's brilliant. Yeah. One must sacrifice a part of themselves and allow the soul of another to enter their home. Right. Mr. Bowler, Mr. Hicks, the ship of the Tcoletis is... It is a legend. Nobody knows who the Whisper was to take the Snagrafer eye and imbue it with the soul of a demon-hunting sheep. Snagrafer? Yes. All right, well, now you can color me impressed because uh, we didn't mention nothing about no Coletus, and yet you nailed it. So I give you mad props on that one. Yeah, do you want to high-five a Mancio? Because we're both willing to throw one down for you right now. Two. Two for one. How can I uh, object? Come on, man. Give it to me. Come on. Come on. Okay. You give. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. It did, did feel very good. He kind of leans in, and his voice almost feels like it's emanating from behind your eyes. And he just says, If Captain Arnosa is to be severed from her sheep, her eye must be taken. We'll be right back. And now back to System Switch. Well, if it's an eye, she doesn't have to die, right? Whoa, that really rattled my brain there. Okay. Uh, oh, is that your first time? Oh, it's super fun, isn't it? It's just, you know, it's just like a lot. It's a lot going on inside my head. I got my own voice. I got his voice. Oof. I had a masseuse once that did that. Oh, amazing work. Not that kind of masseuse. It was like relaxing music would just start playing in my head. It was a fantastic trick. Well, yours is much stronger. Well done. I know how she is. Oh. Oh, very nice. She 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 stopped my shoulder from clicking. Oh, oh, I don't have legs, but she makes it feel like I do. That is, and that is just batshit insane. That's all. Batshit insane, Hicks. He doesn't have legs. I didn't even notice you didn't have legs there, Mancio. I'm, I try not to stare, you know, or judge people. So. No, you thought I was kneeling? No, not kneeling. Uh, is it faux pas to ask if you can float? Can you? Is that how you get around, or do you have like a a, a wheelchair or something? I can float, but it takes uh, a lot of willpower. 
Here, I, I show, I show. Wow. No shit. Wow. No shit. That's way more that impressive than is... knowing stuff. That's you. That's what you should start with, mate. Yeah, yeah. Next time, start with that. Skip out on the "Are you here for information?" bit. He he keeps a, a hand to his temple, and he slowly lowers back down to the ground. So I guess uh, asking you to walk back to our hideout to check out a box would be sort of off the table at this point, seeing as how you uh, you don't have legs. Uh, oh yes, shit. We need you to come back to our base. Oh uh, yeah. Can I carry you? Is that like? Would that be too weird? Well, I. Don't normally do house calls. It uh, it will cost you. Yeah, that's fine. But for you, for you, I do for uh, two coin and uh, two high five. Yes. Yeah, I, t- I tell you what. Why don't you come back um, to our place and we'll make you some tea and we'll show you this cool thing we have. Okay, but uh, Hicks, you give me a piggyback. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, no problem. It would be my pleasure. Okay, I jump. Come on up here. Hey, it's crap. Give me my other hand. Yeah, right there. Here we go. He can't float there. We already established this. He can't just float there. It takes a lot of lot of energy and effort for him to float, and it's like a long ways. And you've arrived, Simon. Hello, hello. Um, how did it go? I learned something very interesting. What's that? The box is made of snagra fur. Now, have you ever heard of this before? Because it's pretty rare walled stuff. Yes. What? No, no, I, I literally heard about it, like, like Hicks and I, yeah, the, oh, uh, look, there's a guy on Hicks's shoulders. Ah! Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Amancio, this is, uh, <laughs> Simon, a friend of mine. Has he been there the whole time? Yeah, he's just, he's a little, he's kind of small, but he doesn't have any legs, see? The whole walk back, he was there. Yeah. You just had a guy on your back the whole walk, the whole time you were, yeah, for fun. It's, oh, I, I mean, hello, sir, uh. Hello, Mr. Simon, Yes. Yeah, Simon. Hello, hello. Hey, I'm just going to put you down, Mancio, because I feel like uh, it's freaking Simon out that yeah, I have you on my back. So I'm just going to here. I'll put you in this chair right here. How's that look? That is that is very OK. Yes, very, very OK. So, so you're telling me that you went to talk to this polite young gentleman and he told you all about Snagrafer. Yeah. And all the wonderful things that it does. It was more of a passing comment, I would say. Passing comment. All right, all right. I just, I'm. I'm well, s- it, it's just funny because the the uh, object that we need to get the soul binding of the ship is made of snagrafer. Well, you're never going to believe this. The box is made of snagrafer. That's crazy. What are the chances of that? Looks like we should head down to the ship, and uh, hopefully, we can use this information to to our advantage. Bring the wood with us. The, the box? Now the box leaves oh, the base. Oh, no, the sh- no, no, the shaving. Bring it, oh, bring it with us. a little... Oh, all right. Yeah, yes. maybe we can give somebody a splinter later. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got an idea. Yeah, yeah. An idea of something to do with the, with the splinter. <laughs> I'm not following any of this box <laughs> nonsense. I mean, completely <laughs> real with everybody. Anyway, Amancio, Earl Grey, was it? As I pour some hot water into a nice cup. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Right, and this. And I put the box on the table with a cloth over it and dramatically remove it. Ta-da. And his eyes just go big. And Amancio just kind of like gently and casually puts the cup of tea down before, without taking his eyes off of the box, reaching towards it with both of his hands, 
gently grabbing it and bringing it close, close to his eyes, which then you see roll back into his head and start to kind of like pulsate this blue glow as he just kind of like his mouth just goes slack and he like then quickly drops the box and it kind of clatters to the ground and he goes this this box is very very powerful friends Mr. Hicks Mr. Simon Mr. Bonner yes I have not seen anything like this before never felt anything like this what is inside what's the million coin question I thought you were prescient, Amancio. We were hoping maybe you could tell us what's inside. That is the problem, Mr. Hicks. I cannot see inside of the box. It is made of snagrefer. Yeah, we know this. Same sort of stuff with the with the eye, I, yeah. But Mr. Hicks' snagrefer is a very powerful wood. It can contain magic. And yet, I can still feel something is within. No, no, no. We haven't opened the box. No, 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 no. That seems like a dumb idea. I must agree, Mr. Boller. Whatever is inside is or like anything I have ever witnessed. I will have to study this. Please, leave this with me and I will go to the Hall of Tomes. I will find what this is. Annie, you are welcome to look at it as much as you like, but it cannot leave this room. He's very particular about it. Even if that takes longer, it cannot leave this room. I understand, Mr. Paul. And you know why it can't. The box will not leave this place. Thank you. You have my word. More tea? Yes, more tea, please. And the next thing we see is the troubled water looking out onto one of the piers where the ship of the Coletus, this enormous, hulking, metallic juggernaut bobs ever so slightly in the North Hook Channel. And you can see a fairly large crew of brigands loading the ship, ready to set sail. In fact, gosh, you know, Simon, with your sailing expertise, Mm -hmm. looks like these guys are about to set sail in probably an hour, maybe two at the most. And I've started something we haven't actually used yet, a clock called the ship departs it's a six segmented clock i've ticked one of the segments when that thing fills up this ship has set sail what do you do Uh, i'm going to start by doing a survey when you survey you observe the situation and anticipate outcomes so i'm going to use a survey specifically to look at us sneaking onto the ship by means of grabbing some stuff and just getting in line with the other deckhands. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at their their outfits. I'm looking at how much security there is. You're scouting it out. Try to take a look, see what you can gather. Let's see. This is going to be a desperate roll, but you know what? I'll give you the greater. I'll give you a desperate greater uh, because you know exactly what they're doing. Like, oh yeah, you're the ship guy. Thank you. I am the ship guy. Oh, I'm already pretty stressed out. Perfect. Things are going to get interesting now. (laughs) I will push myself on this one. I am curious, how stressed are all of you guys? Because we're at the part of the game in which how much stress you have left is going to drastically change how you guys approach problems, which is the best part about this game. 
So I'm curious, how much stress left? How much stress left do you have? Five. So I'll, after this, I'll have two left. I got like seven. Oh, okay, okay, nice. All right, I'm gonna keep it desperate, but I'm gonna add an extra dice. So, all right, here we go. Ooh. Uh, three. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You guys are like hiding behind a, a crate, I have to imagine. Mm-hmm. And one of the other like deckhands just picks up the crate and walks away. And then a second deckhand just comes up and places a hand right on your shoulder and like lifts you up and goes, Simon, you son of a bitch. Oh, who is this guy and why does he hate you? <laughs> this is, of course, uh, Templeton. <laughs> Templeton. Yeah, this is Templeton. Templeton is a frequent in the bar right by Simon's Sundries. And that bar is, of course, called the Burly Barnacle. It's it's the dock bar. It is the bar where all the dock hands go. And Simon is not well liked there because he frequently goes in for a drink, maybe trying to work on one of his uh, little inventions. And sometimes they uh, cause a bit of a ruckus. Sometimes they, you know, accidentally electrocute someone, causing them to spill a drink over someone else because the electrocution is in a very sensitive area on that person's body. (laughs) He's had the misfortune of spilling at least three drinks on Templeton over the course of like a couple months or spilling a few of Templeton's Templeton's drinks in there. There's been a lot of spillage happening. That's like rule one of Doc Bar is don't waste a drink. They call you Spilly Simon. Yeah, don't waste a drop. (laughs) That's what the seamen always say. (laughs) And Templeton just goes, Simon, you son of a bitch. What the hell are you doing here? Oh, Templeton, I, I can't hang out on the docks anymore just because I'm working away now. I mean, look, you know as good as I do that if you're on the dock, it means you're part of the crew. And the last time I checked, the captain ain't said nothing about a stupid old tinkerer coming on board her ship. Now that's just rude, Templeton. You know that I'm as good a dock hand, a deck hand, any kind of hand. I can do the job. I've seen enough of your hands to know that you ain't as good with your hands as you think you are. And uh, you, the, the guy with the hat? Yes, that's me. Look at you guys. I mean, Simon's the only guy that even looks like he's uh, supposed to be here. You guys don't look like sailors. You look like you're too high and mighty and you... And he points over at Hicks. And you look... I mean, you look dirty. That's all. Hey, now, that's not very nice, all right? I, I took a shower, but I couldn't wash my, my clothes, you know? But, like, I didn't have time. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, Saxon. Hey, yeah, Templeton. These guys look like they're part of the crew? Nah. I didn't think so. So I think it's best you get off this pier before I get to show you how good with my hands I get. And he pulls out his uh, sword out of the scabbard. I think that you should uh, put your sword away and let your boss know that I've got a little bit of uh, Snagrifer with her name on it. Snagra what? Exactly. You tell me if her one eye gets a little wider when you say those words. Man, what the hell are you talking about? Just humor me. Get off the damn pier. I'm trying to load this stuff in. We're supposed to be out of here in like an hour. Yeah, I will get off the pier if I get on the boat and talk to your captain. That's what I'm trying to get at. Tell them about the thing I just said. I gave you some very simple instructions. You don't seem very stupid at all. You seem incredibly intelligent. So why don't you just go and do it? 
Oh, let's see a roll for this one. This is uh, also going to be desperate. I am going to sway. I would like to help him out by saying, uh, uh, please, it's a magic, magic word. And then I'm going to use another. So I'm pushing myself. You're getting an extra die from pushing yourself and you're getting an extra die from the help. Mm hmm. That's three fives, everybody. <laughs> OK, he goes, Jesus Christ. I don't know what the hell you just said. I don't know, Templeton. Uh, you might be onto something. Snagrifer, I think that's uh, some sort of wood. It's like magic wood. Anti-magic wood. Wait, are you serious right now? Saxon, you you, you, you fucking with me? Uh, nah, uh, Templeton, I, I I think he's, uh, he, you, you a whisper? Do we look like yes. whisper? Uh, yeah. Yes, I am. That's, yeah. Uh, very much so, a whisper. And I, I pick up my cane and I do the trick where I hold it with my hand so it looks like it's floating. Ooh. <laughs> you see who I hang out with when I'm not with you lot? These are my real friends. And I can see into your soul. Ah, fine. Saxon, how about, how about you go tell the cat? Huh? Yeah, I think I will. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm loading this thing, okay? I'm not getting on Captain's bad side. Should we just go in with with, with Saxton? We we follow Saxton? Just help with some boxes? Would that help? I mean, it looks like you're in a rush. We could bring some boxes in and... You are not going to leave my side. Not until Saxton gets back and lets me know if, uh, if the captain really wants a fucking creep whisper on this ship. Should we just uh, take this one here? Is that is this one also yeah, coming with? that one. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Uh, Simon here. Help me out with it there. Uh, this one up. All right, let's go. You guys board the ship, and it's immediately apparent that this thing is way more complex mechanically than a normal ship. Uh, that goes doubly for you, Simon. Um, this is this is not just an ordinary ship. This is some sort of highly advanced technology. After loading things on, you you know you load like maybe two or three boxes each before Saxton gets back and comes up to you, Bowler, and goes, uh, Captain says that she's looking for you. Yes, I was expecting that. Says she wouldn't mind, uh, talking one-to-one. How about, uh, three-to-three? Saxton takes all three of you guys through the winding corridors of this metal ship up where the bridge overlooks the main deck, and you can see now from this vantage point that along the sides of the ship are multiple large harpoon guns and like a very tall and broad shouldered woman stands looking out onto the deck of the ship, a pirate hat on her head and a mechanical right arm and right leg twist and click with mechanical components. And she slowly turns on her heel and you see that her left eye is covered by an eye patch. How will the crew sabotage a soul-bound ship? Who is this badass pirate captain? What is Mr. Ashgani plotting? And what was up with all the high fives this episode? Find out next time on System Switch. Thank you so much for listening. Please help out our team by leaving a review and telling your friends about our show. System Switch is produced and narrated by me, Peter D.M. Castro. Hicks and Alice are played by Kyle Love. Bowler is played by Binary Dragon. Simon and Hugh are played by Darren Schultz. 
check out everyone's socials in the show notes and follow the show on Twitter and Instagram with at System Switch Pod. The multiverse is a strange place. And we flash forward to the ship job. (laughs) (laughs) I hate ship job. I hate ship job now. I hate it. Everybody loves loves that ship job. Everybody loves that ship job. It's okay. Give me a good ship job. Yeah, Mm. yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay.